Hey everyone, Josh here. Quick question for you. Do you like coffee? Even more important question, do you like fresh coffee? Coffee that's roasted to order and doesn't taste like the bottom of your kitchen oven. If you answered yes to any of these questions, then you need to head over to McQuanoCoffee.com and get yourself some of the best coffee there is to get. Whether you like the light roast or the dark roast or you're feeling a little whimsical and you want to get that sample pack, McQuano Coffee Roasters has everything you need. And just when you thought this couldn't get any sweeter, make sure to use the promo code REFORMATORY to get 20% off all bagged coffee. Do yourself a favor and stop drinking bad coffee because you know what? Life's too short for that. Head on over to McQuanoCoffee.com and use the promo code REFORMATORY to get 20% off all bagged coffee. You will not regret it. Thanks, and now on to the show. What do you got for me? What's wrong with you people? I got nothing for you. What's wrong What's going on, everyone, and welcome to The Reformatory, the podcast for the local church and by the local church. And I am Josh Loftus, here with my friend who is mutually nerding out with me today. Oh, yes. Jack, Jack <laughs> oh, Berry. yeah. What's going on, yes, Jack? Sir. Actually, it's quite quite the sunny day here we have in the Pacific Who, who would have known? It's it's yeah. uh, it's actually a nice day. The sun's out. It's warm. Yeah, I actually almost had to take my yeah. jacket off, which was yeah. Spring Cuckoo. might be. You know what? Aslan's on the move, as they say. Spring, oh, <laughs> spring is coming. Aslan's on the move. Um, so, Jack, I want to save most of the nerd out stuff for our. Our our bonus app that we're going to be launching here pretty soon, yeah. Right, because we're gonna we're yeah. gonna do something that I think Jack and I are going to start doing on occasion, not not often, but we're going to start venturing into reviewing f- some films, reformatory oh, yes. reviews, if you will, because uh, both Jack mm. and I are would consider ourselves to be cinephiles. Um, and yes. partakers of the medium of entertainment that is film. Um, yes. And uh, we just saw a film mm-hmm. that 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 was like haters. that was like <laughs> some some choice offerings to the Lord, right? You had yes. you had uh, yeah. uh, Jacob and Esau, right? Um, no, not Jacob and Esau. Uh, Cain and Abel, excuse me, right? Yes. This is this is the good offerings. This is the offerings oh, that yeah. came from the heart. Ain't none of that vegetable no. stuff. That's for dang This is sure. the choice meats <laughs> of 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 the yes. DC universe. Man, we just saw the Batman. <laughs> We're gonna save our, our oh. thoughts, but who? And we got a Kenobi trailer today. Dude. Dude. Oh, okay. That Kenobi trailer, I'm just gonna say is is three words. Duel of fates. Oh yeah. Duel of Fates, people. 
That's all you need it, to know to get hyped on that. Yeah, it was a good trailer. Anyway, we'll save all that for some of the uh, reformatory reviews. We'll launch those as as a bonus up. Um, in, in another word, Jack, listen to this. You hear that? I just opened oh, up yeah. the worst can of soda I've ever heard in my life, or I've ever <laughs> I've ever tasted. Dude, Squirt is not good. Oh, dude, Squirt no. is bad. Why? Baby, why'd you get? Because it's all they dude? had in the thing. Like I was super thirsty. I couldn't like I I was like in the checkout, and I'm like, man, I need some like sugar. I need some caffeine, right? But the problem is, I picked up this bottle of Squirt. Not only is it horrible, but look what it yeah. says on the front there: caffeine free. Oh, dude, I wow. got screwed. Oh. Um, yep. So yeah, Squirt's not bad. Not not good. It's not good. I thought it was going to be like Sprite, you know, but it's not. No, it's like lemonade that's caffeinated, but it's worse. grapefruit soda is what it says. I don't know if that's true. I always thought it's, it, was it says grapefruit like lemon. On it. I need to start reading labels before I pick stuff out of the fridge. <laughs> since 1938, <laughs> you know, y'all have been out since 1938, and you can't make a good taste in soda. Hey man, and they say post millennialism is uh... true. <laughs> this is why I'm not posty. <laughs> Squirt, dude. What's your top? What's your top three uh, uh, sodas, pops? Uh, cheer wine, solid. Like cheer wine. Okay, cheer wine. Cheer wine. Cheer wine is like cheer wine's the catalyst. So cheer wine to me, I put it in the same realm as like In and Out Burger, where like you've had it a few times. And you know it's amazing, but you don't get it a lot because they don't have cheer wine out here. Yeah, right. Yeah, like, like I can't true. find. I would it. say, yeah, I would say cheer wine, uh, Henry Weinhardt. Yeah, there beer. you go. Now you're talking. And uh, I mean, honestly, I would if you're gonna go with like a regular go to for me, be Coke Zero. Oh, you're going zero. I mean, that's my co- that, that's my that's my go to. Right. Why why the zero? Why not just Diet Coke? Cause I'm an old man. Why not okay, I like Coke, Coke Zero. I like the taste. Go I like the pop, taste go of full Coke pop Zero. Sproul. Diet Coke. I don't know. I can't. I can't drink from the DC fountain oh. that way. You'll just watch their <laughs> movies. You just, you just can't. You I can't. Know. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, yeah. For me, um, I haven't had cheer wine enough. But if if we're talking root beers, Virgil's. Mm-hmm. Have you ever had Virgil's yeah, root beer? Absolutely. Oh, my goodness. Yep. So good. Yep. Um, Virgil's. I still, and I realize this puts me in like the upper echelon of like white trash. I still love Mountain Dew, dude. I will drink oh, wow. a Mountain Dew, and like it's it's good. It depends it's because good. there's levels. There's levels of Mountain Dew. Okay, okay. You got your typical Mountain Dew, which is like meh. Then you got Mountain Dew like Code Red and all those other gamer yes. sodas. I feel like you're more of a Code Red. The Code person, Red's not bad. You know? So so like Code Red's not bad. I've had the Code Red. I, I think I've had all of them. They just came out with a new one that's pink. It's like Mountain Dew infused with like pink lemonade. It's actually mm-hmm. pretty good. It's not bad. I'm not all I gotta lie. say, if I'm gonna drink if I'm gonna drink yeah. Mountain Dew, it better be Baja Dude, Blast. Okay, yeah, Baja Blast is amazing. Of course. <laughs> like Taco Bell. <laughs> Um, yeah, Mountain Dew, and then and then Coke. Yeah, Coke. You can't, dude. Coke goes with everything. It really does. Yeah, it is the most so. versatile soda that there is. Coke 
is yeah. is up there. I'm not a Pepsi guy. We went to we went. I took no. Lauren to see uh, uh, the Batman, and this theater only had Pepsi, no Coke. Burn Dude, it! I wasn't Burn happy. It. It's freaking Regal, <laughs> Regal Cinemas. Y'all done messed up, Regal. Ugh. Um. Good gracious, nope. dude. It's either Cinemark or nothing for this family. Well, and see, here. here's the thing. Now that I know that you like you get points, when I want to oh, yeah. see a movie, I'm just gonna like have you buy the tickets mm-hmm. and then I'll and I'll pay you back. And that way you get points yeah. and I get come down and enjoy that theater in some recliner chairs. Oh yeah. That, that Those was recliners legit. were our were premium. premium. You know what else is premium, yep. Jack? This podcast. <laughs> we premium. We premium because we listen to our listeners. Uh, we have a, a listener request, a topic today. Um, this this topic comes from uh, comes from a listener, and they they want us to talk about. And this is actually it's funny because um, you and I were like having this this type of conversation even before this was requested, and yeah. When it was requested, it was just like, okay, we have to do an app on it now. Um, but yeah. what we want to talk about today is why Jack and I are not a fan of individuals pursuing ministry, different types of ministry, because mm-hmm. ministry takes many different forms, right? Um, whether it mm-hmm. be uh, church ministry, for sure, um, parachurch ministries, uh, counseling ministries, and even kind of uh, branching out into more of the, I wouldn't even say parachurch ministries, just ministry-esque things like podcasts or video content or you know things like that where you are in some way, shape, or form instructing or teaching or guiding people through biblical concepts or theology. Yeah. Um, in order to you know you know encourage them in their faith, right? All good stuff, right? Like stuff that Jack and I would sign off on. Great, that's awesome. Where Jack and I have the problem is when that is done without that individual being a committed serving member of a local church, yeah. and it's more popular than I think people realize. Yeah, there's there there's quite a few individuals out there that are attempting to engage in ministry, whether it be podcasts or or, or things that um, online stuff, social media, whatever it is, but they're not members of a local church. They're not serving in a local church. They're not actually in covenant relationship with any leadership, submitting themselves to the elders, right? Yeah. I've got a problem with that. Oh, yeah. And it's, absolutely. Uh, it's hard for me. And I think this, I put this out, on, I think I put it out on social, I'm not sure. I'll, I'll say this as a preface, and then I'm going to throw it over to you. Mm-hmm. I don't want to hear about serving or faithfulness <laughs> from individuals who are neglecting yeah. a basic tenet of the Christian faith. Yeah. And that is to be part of a body of believers. Mm-hmm. You're a clown if you're doing that. <laughs> Clownville. <laughs> Clownville. Get out of here. Okay. That's the premise. It's the hot take, but it's a hot take I'm willing to stand by. I'm going to throw it over to you, Jack, to now uh, now, now sort through that mess while I sip on some <laughs> caffeine-free thirst quencher squirt. I mean, yeah. The biggest, the biggest issue is you're, you're, you're putting the cart before the horse in this. 
you want to give people advice and try to encourage people, <laughs> but you yourself are not being encouraged or even being plugged into a local body of believers. Right. It's like, it's a paradox. Mm-hmm. It's not only a paradox, it's, it's an oxymoron to think that that is sustainable somehow. Um, so, I mean, that's part of it. And the other part of it, too, is that most people want to do this because they want to get their sermons online or they want to get their content or their voice online. Oh, boy. And Josh and, Josh and I talked about this, and I said, listen, and Josh and I both kind of have this conviction, too. Preaching is 10% of 90% of the things you do, but we see folks that are focusing that 90% on the 10% that's actually applicable. They're focusing 90% of their their efforts on the smallest denominator that affects your people. Mm-hmm. And literally, like, I'm breaking it down throughout the week of what I just know, like, my pastors are doing. It's like, yes, you're, it's maybe a 35, 45, maybe minute sermon, maybe less than that, on a Sunday. And then chalk that up to what they're doing throughout the week. Their week eclipses what they're preaching. But yet still, like we have people who are wanting to preach and to do all this stuff to an almost an obsessive point, I would say. It's not to a point where, like, you want to do it to encourage your local body or to encourage other people. It's to a point where, like, you're obsessed with it almost on, like, a on an idol level, mm. you know? So I just think that 10%, focusing your 90% efforts on a thing that's really done 10% of the time in ministry, I don't know. It just, I look at that and I just like, that's, you're chasing, you're chasing something there. <laughs> I don't know what it is, yeah. but you're chasing something there. Well, and you know, we've, we've talked about before the, the, the idea of there's, I don't have a percent, but I know, I know it's pretty large because I know I've interacted with quite a few of these dudes. There's a lot of individuals that want to go into the pastorate. Because they want to be in front of people. Yeah. They want to be behind the pulpit. They want to be the figurehead. They want their voice out there, right? Um, we don't have to go into why that's a horrible motivation and why <laughs> those pastors and their flock are going to be hurt when that's the motivation, right? Yeah. yeah. Um, but that mentality and that... Uh, <laughs> it's arrogance, but but mm. that that kind of motivation for going into ministry isn't something that's exclusive to just pastors, right? And that's kind of what Jack and I are getting at, is when you are attempting to engage in some kind of ministry, whatever it is, without first showing that you are committed to your local church, without first showing that you can be faithful and consistent in serving the people that God has placed in front of you. If you can't even do that, yeah. I I don't want you trying to lead or trying to influence other people because mm-hmm. you're neglecting the very people that God has placed in front of you, right? And when people do that, 
it exposes very quickly their motivation to me. Right. And, yeah. and, and, and I know that's a tough thing to say, but it's, I'll, it's true. I'm lining up even a tougher thing. To okay. Say right All right. Lay it on. Um, lay it on us. Here we go. People have, people have the, I think so much of the time, I think men have the hardest word when they're confronted with the word submit. Mm-hmm. And if the Bible... Well, that's something my wife's it, supposed to do, Jack. I'm not <laughs> supposed to do that. <laughs> I'm not supposed to See, submit. Therein lies the issue, my friend. Um, when you don't submit yourself to your local elders, when you're not submitting yourself to other believers, when you're not submitting yourself to the fact that, you know, you need to be a faithful member of a local church, how... <laughs> How should I submit to you if you're trying to be an elder or a leader in the local church? You know, if you in and of yourself, I mean, this is the this is the fundamental issue that I mean, Jesus is dealing with the Pharisees almost because not only are they just religious zealots and telling other people to submit to them like they're not even they're not even modeling what that means. Right. To the people, you know. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah, I have a huge problem with that. I also have a huge problem with people just chasing fame to chase fame. Right. <laughs> and you want a platform just to get your voice out there. And I don't know. I think that's the huge thing with when our Western culture and faith and the church starts colliding is that you get this idea that you're supposed to be a prophet and you're supposed to be out there, you know telling everybody how to live but yet you won't even <laughs> take rebuke of how you should be under a local body of believers and those elders so yeah, yeah. well and it 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 completely it completely invalidates your 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 platform and your position too yeah. right what you say what you're saying may be true but it's not coming from a place of authority mm -hmm. right even though you want to think it is and a lot of these guys do they enjoy being seen as like these theological pillars, right? And they're very well read. They're very, very, uh, very fluent in theological language. They've yeah. got theologies. They've got the isms, right? They they read all the right guys. They they retweet all the right guys, right? Like all this stuff. And they're trying to be somebody. And they're making moves, and you can see them making moves. Is the thing, right? Yeah. Right. Yeah. Is is like it, it, it's it's <laughs> it's a very obvious thing, right? But when you're not part of a local church, when you're not submitting yourself to leadership and showing that you can do that consistently, when you're not showing that 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 you can be faithful in one of the most basic commands we Christians have, and that is to gather with our people and to submit to the elders. Like like that's that's yeah. that's. Something we're called to do. It's pretty yeah. basic. Yeah. If you can't even do that, man, I don't want to hear anything that you have to say about theology or faithfulness or current issues. I, I don't care. Show me that you can be a member at a local church first and then we can talk. Right? Like, yeah. It's it's definitely getting the cart before the horse, but I, like, like you don't even have a cart. Like you're just getting on a horse and you're riding. You forgot the cart. It's back yeah. at the stable. <laughs> like, 
Like it's not even you're not even getting thing like it's just it's just it's just not even there, right? And I really want to encourage our our listeners. I want to encourage us as 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 people yeah. who are invested in our churches, right? To not get that twisted and to not get that relationship mixed up. That your primary calling, like you the, the people that you should be primarily speaking into, investing in are the people in your local church. Because a lot of these individuals, like God may have very well given them talent in teaching mm-hmm. or the ability to, you know, to, 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 to explain hard theological concepts, right? That's, that's <clears throat> something that definitely the Lord might have given you to do. Yeah. But show me you can do it in your local church first and then we can talk about whether or not you think God is calling you to a greater or wider platform. Yeah. Right? Something else I'll say too is that when you run into a great amount of danger when you are engaging in any type of ministry without the oversight of elders and leaders that you are submitting to, right? You don't have anybody around you that is going to rein you in if you start saying or preaching or believing in something that's whack, right? You don't have anybody around you that is holding you accountable that, that that you are submitting to that is able to have authority over your life, speak into your life in an authoritative way. When you aren't a member at a local church and you aren't submitting to the elders, you don't have any like theological anchor. Now, now obviously scripture is our anchor. I'm not saying that 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 the elders of your church are infallible. But what I am saying is that it is very important for those that desire to be in any type of ministry to also realize the incredible importance of being submitted to your local church leaders because they are there to hold you accountable. And so many times we have seen what happens when people engage in ministry, pursue ministry, get into ministry without that oversight. It doesn't end well. And it's something that we really need to be careful with. And honestly, just avoid, like, just avoid it. Just don't, don't even try to try to make it work. If you're going to be in ministry, if you're going to want, if you want to pursue that, especially, especially in the public gaze and in the public, uh, the public square, it's a must. You have to be tied to a local church. If you aren't, you are a lone wolf out there you're engaging in lone wolf ministry which is dangerous for you and is not going to end well unless you have the authority that is over you yeah and i mean um both josh and i have experienced this but i mean you look at the fact that old dark crystal and by the way i saw this the other day in our reviews (laughs) dude somebody somebody Reviewed us under the name Dark, Dark Crystal. Crystal. Oh. So I think I think I know who that is. And if if I'm right, I'm not going to say their name, but I think I know who that is. If it's you, send me a text because this individual texts me every once in a while um, just to comment on our episodes. And and if it's, if it's you, I want you to send me a text because uh, if you're the rat, if you're confirm. the rat, if you're the rat, <laughs> el rata, <laughs> um, send me a Man. text because whoever that dark crystal is, uh, 
props to you. Well done. It's like yeah. slow clap. Well done. <laughs> I love it. But I will say that, yeah, I mean, like, that's what old Drisky Business was doing. Yeah, like, he wasn't committed to a local church. He's like, I'm no. just going to go be a pastor. But the but even the problem too is when he gave up, he he resigned he still he still felt that that title could go with him wherever whenever so I mean that's that shows just his immaturity already because it's like dude like the office doesn't follow you bro like you leave it and you left it and you abandoned it and you shipwrecked it and you did a whole lot of other stuff to it and so yeah that's uh. That's just one example of why I don't listen to that man. And whenever I see people close to me who still listen to them, I'm just like, why should you? He was never committed to the local church in the first place. He just wants a platform. And I mean, that's that's the best example of what we're talking about and why it's so damaging is because you get people up like there and they're they're not they're not doing it for for pure reasons there's some underlying motives there so. well and i think that's the main crux of the issue is when when i see somebody going after the 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 following without first showing their commitment to a local church it exposes the heart motive very quickly yeah. and very yeah. obviously and clearly, yeah. right? Because if it was truly about investing into God's people, fighting for theological purity, uh, which are all good things, right? If it was truly all about that, um, we'd be seeing evidences of it in the churches, right? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. But I know for for some people, um, it's it's not. Right, and it, it is more just for the follows, and it is more for the platform. Right, and here's the thing: this is something that all of us need to be careful with, and all of us need to take heed against. Right, yeah. because even ju- just because you might be serving now, does not mean that this is something that mm-hmm. that you just have in your pocket. Yeah, and that you're never going to struggle with this whatsoever. Yeah, right. We all need to be so careful. I'm, I'm, I'm preaching to myself here. I need to be yeah. so careful yeah. to not allow the pull of the world, mm-hmm. the pull of my pride, the pull of, of, of wanting to be known or having a platform or having an influence, the pull of the Twitter followers and the retweets. I need to be so careful not to allow that to pull my focus away from my primary constituents, and that is my brothers and sisters in my local church. Yeah. Right? And this is the problem with kind of the celebrity pastor society that resides today, especially in reformdom, right? Mm -hmm. Is everyone's looking for the sound bites. Everyone's wanting to write the books and write the blogs and speak at the conferences and all of this stuff. And look, (sighs) that's the 10%. Yeah. That's the 10% of work that is being done for the kingdom. It gets 90% of the focus and the hype. Yeah. But that's the 10% of the work that's being done. The other 90% is being done in the trenches of the local church in obscurity by pastors and faithful men and women that you will never ever hear their mm-hmm. names until glory. Mm-hmm. That's where the yep. real work's being done. Yeah. That's where I'm interested. 
in, yeah. pitching my tent, grabbing my shovel, and going to work. Mm-hmm. Right? I want to be in the 90% that does not get the fame, does not get the recognition. Right? We need to be moving as Christians more toward that. Mm-hmm. And not looking at this fame or prestige as something that, oh, God's going to give that to you as long as you, you know reach a certain level of sanctification to where he knows you can handle it. <laughs> All right? God, God gives that to some people. That's his business. And that's mm-hmm. their business. And they yeah. v- better be very careful with how they conduct their lives. Because the bigger you are, the more prevalent and public your fall becomes. Oh, yeah. And we've all seen that. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So I say this as a warning to myself, an encouragement to myself and to our listeners and those Mm -hmm. that desire to enter into ministry. Why are you wanting to do that? What is the reason you're wanting to enter into ministry? And also, can you show me, show yourself (laughs) that you are capable of being a faithful consistent serving member of your local church first faithful and little faithful and much mm-hmm. right yeah can you show me that that's what i want to see that's yeah. what's valuable right mm-hmm. yeah i mean that i mean i always go back to this um this statement that one of my professors at western seminary made uh todd miles he said Jesus never chased celebrity. He never did. Mm-hmm. So why are we then? It's <laughs> a good question. Um, and that's always what, you know, that always inhabits my mind in some form of another. Uh, whenever, you know, whenever things arise, you know, am I doing this to just catch a wave of publicity? Am I doing this just to do this? Or am I actually doing because I enjoy it? Am I actually doing this because I don't care what people think? I don't care about the likes or the retweets or the, the even the follows or anything like that. But it's just, hey, this is what I do. And sometimes even too, I think that a lot of us want to share the spiritual experience that we're having on social media. And sometimes I'm just like, eh, don't really need that. Don't really need to share that out. So, yeah, 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 it's being it's being content in the obscurity. Right. And being content Mm -hmm. to not. I mean, it's it's akin to like all of these like celebrities like posting on social media when they when they give money to like a poor person. (laughs) It's just like, come on. like What are you doing, man? Yeah, that's just it's obviously it's obviously staged. Right. And it's obviously for the likes. Right. Let's not be that. Mm-hmm. Let's not do that. Let's not let's not bastardize the local church for our own gain. Yeah. Right? Like l- let's not let's let's be faithful. Faithful Christians in our local church, right? I th- I think ah, man, I just I think there's so much worth in that. And there's so much joy that can be found in that too. Like true joy, true satisfaction, true happiness, I think is found in that. Not not chasing the limelight. Like you're just you're just going to be disappointed. Right? Yeah. That's 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 all it is, right? Um so yeah, encouragement to us, encouragement to you our listeners. Uh you know, we we hope and we pray that that focus becomes more and more prevalent 
right? That the centrality of the mm-hmm. local church, the centrality of the local church becomes much more prevalent in the life of the believer, right? That's what Jack and I try to encourage. And yeah. let's be 100% clear. Jack and I encourage that so hard because we mm. need it. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> it's not that we've got it down and we're like, okay, Jack, let's share with the let's share with the world all the things that we've learned. <laughs> this is therapy. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. I mean, pretty much, dude. Honest to God, it is. You know, but it's, it's also it's it's helpful in that sense because so many people they want to get their name out there and make a name for themselves yeah. and stuff like that or make a name for their church or make a name for a sermon series or something along those lines and it's like man i don't know there's there's a part of me that's just like vanity of vanities mm. yeah. <laughs> yeah. and it's just like yeah it's like you can go chase that but how have you even been just a brother to people in your local church lately? Yeah. You know? Yeah. It's something that I feel like even I'm going to say this because my pastor said it on Sunday and I definitely agree. So much of the time people in reformdom will think of God as just God who's inside the courtroom. He's the judge. Jesus is our defender yeah he's our advocate but they don't they don't know and they haven't even explored this idea of that when god justifies you in that courtroom and he and he and he clears your guilt through jesus you actually leave that courtroom and you become his child yeah you're adopted into his family and i feel like so much of the time we just focus in on that courtroom scene and we don't focus in on the fact that God's our father and he's using us in this way and he's relating to us as his children. I feel like so many times people in reformdom, they will focus in on the conferences, on the pa- on the on the celebrityism, on this and this and this when God's like, mm, how about you just go be with your family? <laughs> how about you just go live life? You see this so many times in scripture. Like Paul's like, Mm -hmm. I just want to live a quiet life. Right. Yeah. You know, like that's, that should be work with your hands. Mind your own business. Yeah. Live a quiet life. Right. That doesn't negate us from, you know, sharing and spreading the gospel, but it does give us a, a type of picture of life in which the apostles encouraged. So yeah, it's a, (laughs) It's it's disheartening sometimes. It is. But. It is. But we can take heart in that yeah. you and I have seen and experienced and continue to see and experience the faithful work of God's people in the local church. Yeah. It's something we see. Yeah. It's something we have the privilege of participating in. And man, I can't tell you how excited that makes me to see to see the kingdom of christ expanding through the work of his people right and to see churches embrace members and pastors Mm -hmm. right um i love it i love it it is it is it is top grade for me man like that is that is something that like never gets old for me Mm -hmm. 
when I see people serving each other in the local church. I just I just love it. It's yeah. Can't be beat. Can't <laughs> be beat. Yes, sir. Well, Jack, we have uh plunged the depths of the uh theological construct that is <laughs> celebrity chasing. No, it's not true. Um yeah. Good. I appreciate it. Thanks, man. Yeah. Good convo. It's fun times. It was good. Fun times. We hope it was encouraging to you guys. We hope it was, uh, it, it perhaps encourages you, as we hope every app encourages you, to plug more into your local church, to commit to your people even more than you do today, and to uh, reject that that glitters and that that shines, mm. um, and embrace the, the gritty, hard work that is local church commitment. Mm-hmm. Right, that's something. Absolutely. That's something we need. We need more of that. That's what we need more yeah. of. Jack, why don't you get us out of here, man? Because we have uh, we have stuff to do. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, if you appreciate the fact that Josh and I are committed to our local churches, and we want you to be committed to your local church as well, you can continue to follow this conversation and our antics on the sociables, if you will, the Facebook, the Zuck site, the Metaverse. Get your NFTs on there, apparently. <laughs> we need a reformatory <laughs> NFT. Do you think oh, I could gosh. turn that, that oh, picture? Oh, my gosh. Do you think I no. could turn that picture <laughs> that's in the in the local <laughs> church merch store of us? Like, like it, look, it, look, it, looks like, it looks like a biggie like album cover. I could turn it that. It does look like a rap album. I could turn that into an it NFT. It looks like a rap album. Dude, it, it, it looks it's like, dope, son. <laughs> it's, it is dope. It looks good. I'll give I'll give us when we did that photo shoot, yeah. like that was probably one of the solid most candid photos. That and when you posted on Ash Wednesday, I know we're going off Araya Patrol. Oh yeah. When you posted on Ash Wednesday, Solid I just I just wanted to retweet and say still fresh, baby. Oh dude, we still, still fresh, fresh, baby. <laughs> that picture is fresh as they come. That 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 picture, dude, will never will never not be fresh. That is that Me. that is a that is a, a perfectly humidified stick of tobacco right there. It just it's never gonna go bad. Me looking like some some illegitimate Castro love child up bro, in this bro, you, you, you go full <laughs> Sicilian, son. I'm sitting there with like my, my my Mariners flat bill, just like, hey, what's up? What's up? <laughs> so you can you can try and follow us on the Zuck site, get you some NFTs off of Facebook, <laughs> the metaverse, whatever you want to do there. Yeah. You can also follow us on the Instagram. Mm-hmm. Goes well with chocolate mm. and marshmallow. Or you could follow us on the Tweaker, the Twitter, the Little Blue Bird site. Yeah. All at the tags at Reformatory Pod. Josh, you can tell the lovely people how they may be bestowed upon as they give us some kashishe. That's right. So. Ladies and gentlemen, there are a multitude, a myriad, a plethora of ways that you can support us here at the Reformatory. We really do appreciate prayer. We, we appreciate you guys' comments. We appreciate you guys reaching out and interacting with us, talking with us. Um... It's a lot of fun. We we really love talking with you guys. It's it's a it's enjoyable aspect for us to just to see and to hear how how other people are like engaged in their local church. What you guys love about your local church. We we love those convos. Um, you can head to iTunes and give us a review, a like, and review. We really appreciate that. We have a goal uh, by the end of the year to have a hundred reviews on um, Apple Apple Podcasts. We're almost to like fifty. Like we're almost yeah. halfway there, and it's only March. So Whoa, come on, people, you can do it. it on a prayer. 
And I see the numbers. I see the numbers. I Seen see it. the downloads. There's there there are way more listeners than there are reviewers. <laughs> and I also see the percentage of how many listen on Apple too. You thought you thought you were getting away. You thought, well, he can see how many downloads, but he can't see what what platform or what no, you I thought see wrong. It. I see it. And you know what? I see whether you're on a computer or you're on a or you're on a mobile device too. I can see it all. I'm like Santa. I see it all. Nothing escapes my gaze. <laughs> Creepy Santa. <laughs> Creepy Santa. If you're on Apple, and especially if you're on an iPhone, mm-hmm. man, all you got to do is scroll down. You just got to scroll to the bottom. Hit that five stars. Leave us a little review. We greatly appreciate it. Follow the lead of Dark Crystal. Mm. Dark Crystal leaving That's the way. Right. Dark Crystal, Dark Crystal, like like Moses up in here, <laughs> leading the people. He's like he's like Batman. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> lead the people to <laughs> the save waters. that. Save that for the that's review. Right, that's right. Sorry, 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 sorry. I'm getting excited. Follow the lead of Dark Crystal. Leave your review. We would really, really appreciate it. You can head over to the reformatorypod.com. Pick yourself Ooh. up some local church merch. We some of that fresh, fresh merch, fresh designs. We're keeping it real here on the Reformatory. That's what we do. Last but not least, you can head on over to Patreon. And uh, you can become a patron supporter, and, and your what? name shall be Hallowed. Hallowed, sir. Hallowed. Hallowed. Through the halls of the podcast. You thought I was going to forget it, didn't you? <laughs> <laughs> we thank you all for listening, and we will catch you on the next step of The Reformatory. <laughs> <laughs>